This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology show. Your host, Meryl Vandermerva, loves using technology to streamline her life and to make lessons more engaging. She is a graduated homeschool mom and teaches homeschoolers at her local co-op classes and online at fundafundaacademy.com. Whether you are tech-challenged or someone who loves technology, this show is for you. And here's your host, Meryl Vandermerva. Hello, and welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology podcast. I'm your host, Meryl van der Merwe, and this week in episode 212, we're going to be talking about teaching children to be kind online, and I have a guest with me, Vicki Tillman from Seven Sisters Homeschool, and she also has a, her own podcast, Homeschooling High School. How to homeschool high school? Have I got to write, Vicky? Which one? Home, homeschool high school podcast. Okay, okay, there you go. Yeah, right. you Google it, you'll find you'll it. Find. Yeah, it's there. Plus, I will have the links to her podcast and anything else we mentioned today yeah. in the show notes, which you can find at homeschoolingwithtechnology.com. Yeah. I have known Vicky for a long time because we are both part of the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast mm-hmm. Network. And so mm-hmm. I guess we met through that. I don't remember the first time we ever interacted. Yeah. Vicky probably asked me to be on her show because um, she has done that a few times and we just kind of clicked and have become uh-huh. online friends so we've never uh-huh. met in person we we're talking about that beforehand but um we consider each other friends after all these years and vicky yeah. has been on my podcast before too talking about uh movies and using those in um, homeschooling uh-huh. so um say so vicky is actually a trained counselor so this is really her wheelhouse just interaction between people and uh-huh. all that goes into it and i saw that she'd written a blog post touching on this just generally about teaching children to be kind and uh-huh. i realized that you know because i teach online and also because i sometimes saw what my own children were um, emailing other people when they were still at home <laughs> i realized that um you know, this is a, a topic that would be useful to actually discuss together. So welcome, oh. Vicky, and it's nice to have you back. It is so good to see you. We, we're looking at each other over our Zoom, but to be together again. And I, I really appreciate the gifts that we get in the digital world. Uh, so, and you are a kind friend. I appreciate, like when we interact online, that we always have kind interactions. So that's a nice right. Thing. <laughs> I'm hoping I have. I try to be kind. So, um, obviously, you know, it doesn't kind doesn't always mean just always you know agreeing with people. That's not the mm-hmm. point. But it's how we go about and what we um you know say mm-hmm. and how we say it. And mm-hmm. because I teach online, as I was saying to Vicky just before, I. I do get students um, messaging me and my teaching assistants. Uh-huh. And sometimes the way they phrase things uh, is not kind. <laughs> so, uh-huh. um, which kind of leads us into our first discussion. Why should we intentionally teach young people to be kind online? And obviously the first thing is because they aren't always naturally kind. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Now, I think for... And most of us humans, kindness is an acquired skill, not a natural skill. And it's a thing that we we learn because it's a good thing to do. Uh, but it is so much easier to default to snarky, cranky, just get it done. And uh, so teens are in a good place to learn the kindness skills that if they're they're young people of faith, that's a fruit of the spirit. If they're going into the the academic or professional or career world, 
having a kindness attitude is going to be one of the soft skills that helps them advance. Right. And I think that sometimes it's, it's, I mean, obviously we all have to learn to be kind, but I think sometimes it's easier to be kind in person Mm. because when you're in person and you say something that hurts, you might not have done that on purpose. I mean, I know I've done that. Whereas, you know, I, I don't, I don't ever intentionally want to upset somebody. I mean, obviously there's times when we have to say things we'd rather not have to say, but you can try to do that as kind as possible. But when you see the hurt in somebody's eyes, Mm-hmm. you can try and do something but mm-hmm. the problem is online you are not I mean as I say right now Vicky and I are looking at each other because I choose to do this on zoom um, mm-hmm. so that you know I can I can have a chat with my guests yeah. but when you when you're posting a comment on someone's Facebook or you are okay because whatever they're on Instagram and things they're not on Facebook <laughs> but, mm-hmm. but, but but if they're sending an email or responding mm-hmm. to a teaching assistant mm-hmm. There is no person at the other side that they're looking at. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's, you're exactly right, is the eye contact makes an instant accountability. And because social media and emails, all all the way we have to digitally communicate for coursework and things like that, that require written and not eye contact, we lose that instant connection of looking at someone's eyes. And so people have to then imagine what the other person's eyes are. You know, you are, when, when young people are communicating, just like us adults, when we're communicating, we have to remember there is a human being that is receiving this written communication. It's not a, a piece of you know, data code that is going from me to another you know, like analytics thing. There's a human receiving this. A human has to interact with it and respond to it. So that that's teaching kids um, to remember that, that there's a human mm. being and you want to interact with that human, even in a written form, even in a social media form, as if they are a human being. Right. And I think, you know, like in my classes, okay, mine are asynchronous. So, you know, I'm not interacting live with them, but still they're always videos. I've always at least made a, you know, make a video and they are videos of me. So whereas my teaching assistants are just a name and an icon. So they don't meet them in any way. And so they are the ones that often do get you know, not such great interaction. Mm-hmm. And I will often have to intervene and say, and say literally what you've just said, please remember there is actually a human on the other <laughs> end. Because I'm thinking, would, would they want someone to write this to themselves? You know, yeah. um, it's, yeah. it, it is, they may never have met this human. They are just a name. They are just a TA, but they're actually a real person. Right. Well, and that's it. It is a skill, a kind respectful attitude and communication style gets you what you want much quicker than a command. Can I give you an example that that may be pertinent? So for almost 20 years, I was the academic advisor for our local homeschool umbrella school. And I, I worked mostly with juniors and seniors. And so I wrote a lot of recommendation letters for kids Mm -hmm. applying to colleges. That's just part of the job. I love doing that. It is really cool. However, the kids who would send me an email and say, 
I need you to write me a recommendation letter. I would have to just stand up and go for a short walk, you know, like, let's just redo this thing. Do you want mm-hmm. a nice recommendation letter? Is that, <laughs> so so I, I got to where I would tell the kids, you know, in, in our in our summer reviews before I would write the, the letters, you know, we would meet together playing out the year. And I would say, now, listen, when you ask for your recommendation letter, remember, I have the power to write a nice one. Or I have with lots of details, enrichment, you know, like make you look great. Or I have the power to write a recommendation letter as just the facts. Right. And there is no sparkle there. There's no lies. There's no dissing. But the sparkle, if you want an outstanding letter, you ask nice. Exactly. And just on that, just being about kind, it would also be, um, I write millions of recommendation letters too, because of um, my role coach or teaching live um, and coaching academic teams. So I get to know the students, but very few actually come back and say, thank you. And that's just, uh, you know, just that little thing. So that's a follow up being kind. It's not unkind. It's just a lack of anything. And it's those take hours, as you know, to write. They are not my favorite things to do. And so it's just even that just is just nice. So, okay. so when do we start teaching kids to be kind online? So as soon as they're online, (laughs) (laughs) they've got a social media account. It really should be. A, a thing you sit down with the kids and, and say, we want to make sure that you are, are putting your kind foot forward. Right. So, you know, to give some guidelines, like when you're, when you're on social, remember there's a human you're interacting with and there are some ways you can do that, that makes life more fun. And there's ways that you can do that, that are destructive. And uh, so, you know, I, I give my kids some tips. Mm-hmm. I remind them about Bambi. If you can't say something nice, don't say nothing at all. You know, like that's the, the like, right. really, it's, it's not necessary. Allow people to be wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't argue with people who want to argue, you know, like, yes, you don't argue with trolls. You don't argue with people who just want to have an argument. And so that that keeps the their own expectation of going into social as right. not a place of arguing, but a place to have fun, a place to connect. Right. And uh, if they go in with those expectations, so as soon as they're on social, they need to go in with that. So we 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 taught our kids um, the the acronym GOOF. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 respect god g respect others o respect ourselves o and then respect what we're in either the social media context or the the physical facility if it's a co-op class so f is for facilities because it makes goof work but just respect (laughs) the context that you're in and uh that that kids who do that start developing an air of kindness and also Mm self-control so that they are not caught up in things as easily as uh, that would be destructive, you know, like um, hours of arguing and being ugly. Right. 
So, okay, what happens if kids do experience unkind unkindness online? If it comes their way, yes. So not if yes. they're dishing it out, but if it's coming their way. All right. So they, I, I tell you what, um, the minute a person experiences a bullying kind of mm. thing, and you know, as a counselor, I unfortunately hear about stuff like mm -hmm. this, where where something that crosses the line from snarky to actually, you know, like being mm -hmm. ugly in a bullying situation, you don't let that go. You report it to your, your parents, uh, a teacher, you know, somebody that's, that's upline so that you and that adult can report that to the social media platform. Mm -hmm. um, because that's uh, it's it's not okay. It's not excusable, and it has to be put a stop to. Right, definitely. You got to make your kids understand that if they you know encounter anything, uh, you know, obviously we're talking about unkindness now, but anything that they're not comfortable with in the online world, that they should come and talk to you, and you know, keeping that relationship open. So you know, I know a lot of p parents will follow their own kids, and they'll you know maybe don't have separate um, emails or whatever. Um, I didn't go that route, um, but I did make it clear that whenever there was some thing that they wanted to talk about that you know they should come and so you know make sure that your kids realize that you are there to help them navigate these these difficult situations and they do not have to take unkindness back uh, you know take take unkindness and that they they you know they don't have to be bullied and and if you're in a space you know like um, I just got also to the point where I if I'm following somebody on a social media account and I see them being nasty to other people in comments, you know, or the things they post just sort of like really riling things up. I, I don't need that in my life. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking for peace, to be honest. Right. There is an unfollow button. <laughs> yes. And you know what? This this is a thing to to train kids with is they don't have to follow anybody no. they don't want to follow and they can curate their algorithms right and so like if someone is negative there is no rule in the universe you have to get feed from a person who is critical negative mean and mm -hmm. so yeah yeah unfollow the world is not coming to an end and so mm -hmm. you know kids need to know that because sometimes they think oh it's rude to unfollow someone or um un unkind it's not unkind to set a boundary Exactly. Kind is kind is thinking well towards people and behaving well towards mm -hmm. people, but kind is not accepting unkindness. You know, exactly. that's boundary setting is a loving thing to do. So to finish up, what happens if your child slips up and acts unkindly online? <laughs> because you, you find out about it because the parent messages you or or maybe uh, your child actually comes and owns up um or you uh, happen to notice it on the screen or something yes yeah well and if it's if it's a simple thing like they they demanded a reference letter or that you know they communicated with one of their 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 co-op teachers or you know teaching assistants in a rude way then you have them go back and apologize and uh and ask again in a nice way so plus minus plus say it nice say you know be be nice say what you need then wrap up with a nice um if they have slipped into ugly on social media there is nothing wrong with going back and posting 
that wasn't nice. I've calmed down and thought about it and let me role model being, being a better person. And so like that, the, the gift of apology is such good leadership when a teen says I goofed and Mm -hmm. says that for other people to hear, people are more likely to follow their example. And as you're saying that, just sort of making me thinking about as well as adults, we need to be sure that we are modeling for our kids. And, you know, I think it's where you, if if you get an unkind comment, talk through Mm. with your child how you're handling it. Mm -hmm. Um, And if they come and stand behind you and see what you're posting, they should never be shocked um, that you are being (laughs) unkind. (laughs) You know, I think it is one of those things to show them how even in a tricky situation, you can model kind, keep the boundaries up, but always be kind. Yeah, yeah. Good, good, Good way to say that. All right. So just to wrap this up, I just want you to tell everybody again where to find you on your website, podcast, and social media. Yeah. Yeah. And thanks for having me on, Meryl. Um, yep. Look for me at sevensistershomeschool.com. That's a number seven, Sisters Homeschool, and at the Homeschool High School podcast. And we are right there on the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network. And it is good to see you. <laughs> and <laughs> It'll be nice to meet some other folks uh, through their, our means of the podcast. Yes. So, so do go listen to um, Vicky's got great topics on her podcast. And obviously, if you've got you know older kids, it's very relevant. And also um, her, the, her, her website, obviously, she has blog posts and things, but also they have great curriculum. Um, and you either can like buy like a full semester. There's this like PDF. So it's quite different to mine. Mm-hmm. And I would I always strongly suggest that people have variety of different types so kids get to learn how to you know study in different ways and you know so either you can buy like a whole semester of like a psychology or various else or like in English they actually have guides for different books or different genres and things and writing guides so you can piece together a whole like English class um, through bits and pieces and you can make it be most appropriate for your child and our our curriculum is a little different in that um, our teens and our co-op and all were, were looking for things that they could adjust to their interest levels. Mm-hmm. So some kids just wanted the basics. I am graduating mm-hmm. high school. Some kids needed some high-powered honored, honors yeah. level curriculum. And so there's always in no busy work for the kids who want it simple mm-hmm. and then enrichment for the, the teens who want some high-powered yeah. courses on the so, so go and have a look. They've got a lot of stuff mm-hmm. um, and highly recommend them. All right. Well, uh, thank you again for listening in. And I encourage you to come across to our podcast uh, mm-hmm. online community on Facebook where everybody is nice and kind. <laughs> yes. And come and post questions or anything else. So we yes. have our um, homeschooling um, with technology podcast community. Mm-hmm. And I would love to see you there with any questions you may have about technology or any suggestions that you have. And I will see you all again. Same time, same place next week. Thanks for tuning in to Homeschooling with Technology with Meryl Vandermerva. Visit her at fundafundaacademy.com and homeschoolingwithtechnology.com. Homeschooling with Technology is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.